Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time for about 15 minutes thereabouts. Um, depends on who's talking and if they have enough material. If you were here yesterday, Frank did stop it short, and that's okay, you know. He's entitled to do that. Um, Frank does make sure that all these calls are posted, and Brian helps with getting the calls recorded and posted so that we can um, actually access them on SoundCloud. You put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and the calls will pop up, and they're archived all the way back to the beginning, which is like seven or eight years now. Also, if you get podcasts elsewhere, if you put in Frank's name and TR90, those calls should pop up as well. So with that being said, for those that may not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I am a substitute teacher, tutor. Uh, I do many things. But my training is in education and uh, I'm always looking for things that will help support our TR90 program. And that program does consist of one really good clean meal a day, three, uh, two shakes, three snacks, at least 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, making sure to get drink plenty of water. The current thinking is a minimum of one ounce for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum you should be drinking is 50 ounces of water. If you're in a very humid area or if you're exercising heavily, you will want to increase that significantly to stay hydrated. Making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables daily. That will help with fiber and several of the other nutrients that your body needs. Taking the supplements about 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is really good, but if not, take them with your meal because they will still work, just not, not quite as effectively as they were originally designed. Plenty of sleep. Seven to eight hours of sleep, slant, rest daily. Um, really important because it helps your body do a lot of resets while you're sleeping and help get you prepared and healed up for the next day. Making sure to get exercise for at least 30 minutes, five days a week. That's moderate to heavy exercise for those 30 minutes. And with that, we're going to jump into what I'm going to share with you today, which happens to be out of a book that is called Superfoods, Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt and Kathy, uh, Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And today I'm sharing about one of Dorcas's favorite topics, walnuts, and why walnuts or nuts of any sort are really good for us. Walnuts have a plant-derived omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin E, magnesium, polyphenols, protein, fiber, potassium, plant sterols, vitamin B6, arginine, Resveratrol, which you also get out of grapes, melatonin. Sidekicks to the walnuts are almonds, pistachios, sesame seeds, 
peanuts, pumpkin and sunflower seeds, macadamia nuts, pecans, hazelnuts, otherwise known as filberts, depending on what part of the country you're in, and cashews. You should try to eat one ounce of nuts at least five times a week. What, what's the single easiest, most delicious, and health-promoting snack on the planet? Well, Dr. Pratt's vote goes to walnuts and their sidekick. The power of nuts to improve your health is extraordinary. Rich in vitamins, antioxidants, and fiber, trace minerals, and a bounty of healthy fats. Just a handful of walnuts a day can reduce your risk for heart disease and may help ward off Alzheimer's disease, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. There's also evidence that nuts could play a role in reducing inflammation, inflammatory diseases like asthma and rheumatoid arthritis, as well as eczema and psoriasis. Indeed, the evidence supporting walnuts, <clears throat> important contributions to health, is so convincing that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in March of 2004 allowed walnuts to be the first whole food that could be labeled with a qualified health claim. That health claim of eating one and a half ounces per day of walnuts as part of a diet low in saturated fat and cholesterol may reduce the risk of heart disease. <coughs> Shortly after that date, the FDA allowed two walnut sidekicks, peanuts and almonds, to be so labeled as well. Well, nuts to your health. There is no question about it. Nut consumption correlates with a reduced risk for coronary artery disease. For one thing, the fat in nuts is the healthy monounsaturated fat that is known to have favorable effect on high cholesterol levels and other cardiovascular risk factors. Walnuts contain alpha-linolytic acid, or known as ALA, as a precursor to the omega-3 fatty acids found in fish oil. The ALA that is abundant in walnuts makes a major contribution to heart health. The omega-3s thin the blood, much like aspirin, reducing the risk of clots and heart attacks. Omega-3s also help prevent erratic heart rhythms and reduce inflammation, an important step in the process that transforms cholesterol into artery-clogging plaques. In one study of 67 patients with borderline total, high total cholesterol, it was found that adding 64 grams, a little over two ounces, a day of walnuts to a low-fat, low-cholesterol diet caused a significant reduction of total cholesterol and low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or the LDL. A slight increase in the high-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or HDL. Another study followed 21 men and women with high cholesterol who ate either a typical low-calorie Mediterranean diet or alternatively, one in which walnuts were substituted for about one-third of the calories supplied by other sources of monounsaturated fat like olive oil. After four weeks, the subjects switched diets for an additional four weeks. Walnuts made an impressive contribution to the heart health of those consuming them. The walnut diet reduced total cholesterol and the LDL or the bad cholesterol, and in addition, most impressively, walnuts increased 
the elasticity of the arteries by 64%. The extraordinary antioxidant ability of walnut is also responsible in ways that are not yet completely understood for reducing the risk of heart disease as well as a host of other ailments. In one recent study, researchers identified various polyphenols in walnut that along with the polyphenol elagic and gallic acid demonstrate remarkable antioxidant abilities. These polyphenols seem to play an important role in reducing free radical damage to cholesterol, thus promoting cardiovascular health. The hormone melatonin has been recently identified in walnuts and in animal studies and the blood levels of this substance after eating walnuts increases to values that could be protective against cardiovascular damage and cancer. So there is a little bit about that. Omega-3s are essential for optimal development of and function of every cell in our body. Unfortunately, evidence of mercury in certain types of fish, a rich source of those omega-3s, has led to warnings about safe levels of fish consumption for pregnant and postpartum women. If you are trying to consume essential fatty, omega-3 fatty acids, and you are concerned about mercury content in some fish, plant food sources of omega-3s such as walnuts are a, an, an alternative choice. Walnuts can help. While the type of omega-3 found in walnuts and its sidekicks and other plant sources such as flax seeds and dark leafy green field greens are different from the type of omega-3s found in fish, they still have many similar benefits. Given the impending epidemic of type 2 diabetes, it's encouraging to learn that just a handful of nuts can prove beneficial to those diagnosed with this disease. In one study, men and women with diabetes were assigned to follow one of three diets in which 30% of calories were from fat. A low-fat diet and a modified low-fat diet, and a modified low-fat diet that included one ounce of walnuts daily. After six months, the subjects who had been on the walnut diet enjoyed a significantly greater improvement in their HDL to total cholesterol ratio than the other group. Moreover, the walnut folks had a 10% reduction in their LDL cholesterol. Another study that included more than 83,000 nurses found that the women who ate nuts at least five times a week had a 30% lower risk of diabetes than those who almost never ate nuts. Even women who ate nuts one to four times a week or ate peanut butter at least five times a week enjoyed a 20% lower risk. As people with type 2 diabetes are on the increased risk for heart disease, it's encouraging to know that a simple handful of nuts can help them to reduce that risk. Just one ounce of walnuts, a handful, contains 2.5 grams of omega-3s, which more than satisfies the recommendation for the Food and Nutrition Board 
of the Academy's Institute of Medicine that women consume 1.1 grams per day of the alpha linolytic acid and omega-3 fatty acid, and that men consume 1.6 grams per day. <clears throat> Think nuts. Well, walnuts have a reputation as a brain food probably because of their wrinkled shape, which actually resembles a human brain. However, there's more to appearance than appearance to link walnuts to the brain. Our brains are more than 60% fat. They rely on a steady supply of good fats like the type found in walnuts. To promote the varied activities of the brain, interestingly, there have been studies that have proposed a connection between increased rates of depression and decreased and our decreased consumption of omega-3 fat. Some of the research has suggested that there may be a connection between the low omega-3 fat intake and the ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in children. One recent study from Purdue University showed that children with low consumption of omega-3 fats are significantly more likely to be hyperactive, have learning disorders, and, exa- and exhibit behavioral problems. There also may be a link between dietary intake of certain, certain antioxidants, particularly vitamin C, C and E, and the development of Alzheimer's disease. Various studies have pointed to this connection, and in one study, more than 5,000 participants were followed for six years, beginning at the age of 55. Of that group, 146 developed Alzheimer's. When adjustments were made for age, sex, cognitive ability, alcohol intake, education, smoking habits, and other variables, a high dietary intake of vitamin C and vitamin E was definitely associated with a lower risk of Alzheimer's disease. Since nuts are one of the richest sources of vitamin E, this is yet another argument for making them part of your diet. So with that, I think I'm going to stop there for today so that I have something to share for the next time. So let me take us off a mute and say goodbye to each other. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, there we are, walnuts and why it's important for us to be eating those delectable little nuts. (laughs) So walnuts reduced Alzheimer's by how much? Let's see what it said here. Um, Right at the end. Right at the end. Well, and with vitamin E and vitamin C, it says that there seems to be a link that it reduces it. But I don't know if it said how much, by how much. Okay. I'm kind of rereading through that. I know, well, you can I know check. with kids... You can, you can check I can Monday. check in time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I did say with those three things that it did make a huge difference. So... Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. Food for the brain. 
just like our omega-3 um, or marine omega, which is another good way to get some really high-quality omegas. And Nanopack, obviously, that has oh yes, um, has the omegas in it as well. Yes, it does. And youth, because that's part yes. of the liquid that's inside the capsules. <laughs> oh, the, absolutely, absolutely. Omega oils are are so important for our health. It's an, quite intense. Yes, indeed. And I I find it rather odd that my grandfather was growing walnuts and yet he died of heart disease. So, interesting that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Did he not follow his own rules? <laughs> he was so busy growing well, them, he didn't need enough. Well, they wanted him to lose a whole bunch of weight, but... That was back in the days before they realized that muscle weighed more than fat did. And uh-huh. they didn't want to do the heart surgery until he had lost a certain amount of weight. And what he ended up doing was losing muscle tone. And yes. it was it was really painful to watch that happen. So, yes. yes. Now they know better. They probably would have operated on him to begin with and things would have been a lot better. But, yeah, he was a hard worker, that man. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I am going to encourage everybody, if they have safe weather to do so, go outside and exercise. And if not, Figure out a way to exercise inside and have, a really, <laughs> and have a really great weekend. And Dorcas will and be happy back on Valentine's Monday. Day. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day for Sunday, I believe. Yes, and President's Day on Monday since they've combined Lincoln and Washington on Monday. So we're celebrating their birthdays on Monday. Yay! <laughs> have a good one. You too. Take care, everyone. Bye.